Yo, 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 you are now tuned in to the Pass My Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Remo. And I'm Briggs Jones. Today we have some black excellence joining us today. Young lady, please introduce yourself. Ah, thank you for the black excellence. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is your girl, Brittany Martin. I am a singer, writer, and I'm also an educator. Yes, an educator. Family to the show. <laughs> right. So yep. listen, bro. Hold on, before we get into that, why don't you tell them about your last project real fast? Yeah. So uh, about a month ago, I just dropped a brand new project. It's called Lover's Lane. Mm-hmm. So y'all make sure y'all look for that. It's on Amazon Music, Title, Spotify, YouTube, Brittany, T-T-A-N-Y-T, Martin, Lover's Lane. Okay, check it out. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Definitely. It's about the ups, the downs, the all-arounds. You already okay. know. Jack of all trades, singer, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, teacher. <laughs> okay, well, bro, listen, since she's a teacher, why don't you bring us uh-huh. into our first well, topic today? Well, since you are a teacher, you know what I'm saying, it's only fitting that we name this show Saved by the Bell. Right. <laughs> Basically, you know, we want to talk about, you know, what is life for a teacher when the bell rings? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when I was a kid, I just thought, you know, when the bell rings, Teachers go hide in the closet, and we see you the next day at 9 o'clock. I did not know y'all had lives. You know, it's crazy. Me too. I, You know, I thought uh, the teachers was just boring, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she ain't doing nothing. Miss so-and-so, she ain't doing nothing much. You know what I'm saying? But being in it is completely different. Like, I promise y'all, I'm going to drop a couple gems and some bombs. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple people going to be mad, but it's cool. Okay, so what, uh, how can I say this? What education, like, what education do you teach? So I'm a special education teacher, and I am a part of a low-incidence program. I deal with students with autism, uh, Down syndrome, Mm. visually impaired, can be hearing impaired. Sometimes they may just struggle in one content area, like reading or math. Uh, So, yeah, I do a little bit of all that, (laughs) everything. Oh, man. Yeah. So do you find it, like, do you, do you think it's more difficult than what you signed up for when you, like, originally graduated college? Um, so, first of all, the way I got into teaching was um, a little different than most people's anyway. Like, I was going to school for education, and then I switched over to psychology. So, my degree is actually in psychology. Wow. Rough rough, yeah. Then I started dibbling and dabbling in other things. I liked philosophy, so I got a minor in philosophy. I hate philosophy. I really, like, I love philosophy. I hate it. I mean, the fact that you can question anything... True. Right, and if you have enough reasoning to back it up, you can't unless really you had a professor right that always wanted to argue it and debate you like, <laughs> no, your you theory know. is wrong. No, it's philosophy. Yeah. Everybody has a theory. That's that's what <laughs> yeah, philosophy can't be wrong. is about. Nah, <laughs> ain't no right or wrong with philosophy, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I actually was like, no, nah, I don't want to be a teacher no more. I switched over, and I was in behavioral health for a little bit, kind of like a one to one. If you ever see a kid with a person with them, all yeah, the time. yeah, yeah. Uh, what's I, that? T- a TSS, TSS worker, right? I did that for like five years, and um, that was dependent on the client. So if the client didn't come, then I wasn't getting paid. So I was like, no, I got to do something else. You know what? I actually did that for a while. Damn. I actually enjoyed it. Like It's a good me, little joint. It was easy to make money because all you basically had to do was do something productive with the kid. So it was yep. like I would get off work, go get the young boy, we go to the movie theater. Yep. You know, I drop a couple yeah. of gems on him like, look, man, we can't keep doing all that. <laughs> and drive him off. Yeah. And then I do my paperwork, turn what, in at the end of the week. What makes it dope is uh, your hours, right? Like you can kind of exactly. get Exactly. Once they tell you the total amount of hours, as long as you get them in, it's kind of on your own time. Mm-hmm. So it was a dope. I loved doing it. And I had a client that I absolutely loved. I had um, him for a long time. But I was living on my own and the bills. is just inconsistent yeah. money. The money's yeah. inconsistent. So when I started Definitely teaching, awesome. I said, I'm just going to teach uh, part-time and I'm just going to be a teaching assistant. And then I'm going to still do the TSS. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So I never wanted to like, 
become a full time teacher. No, absolutely. Yeah. But, but I always love working with kids. But you think you kind of you found the love in it? Like I always had the love, right? I've been working with kids since I was fifteen. You know, what I'm saying so. I always knew I wanted to work with children. I, that's why when I switched over from education to psychology, I still was going to be a, a counselor, but for kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like I try to run away from something that's just naturally in me. So like when I started doing the teaching, it was okay. part-time, but then I was at my job and they like, yo, you're so dope, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. So I just yeah. end up moving up. Mm-hmm. The next thing I know, right, I went from part-time to full-time from just uh, still like a support teacher okay, and a little bit of lesson planning just for small groups. And I was doing that. Yeah. Then I went to like, look, we don't have this teacher, somebody moving out this role, and we need somebody to fill in. Can you do it for a little bit? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do it for a little bit, but I ain't, I ain't doing this forever. Next thing you know. <laughs> then, I, then, then I'm lead teacher for two in. years. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So like, yeah. I have really been all around the board with it. Okay. So, <laughs> so as a teacher, a young teacher, mm. do, do you feel as though that you have a better relationship with the students being a younger teacher as opposed to older teachers with yep. students? Yeah, and I like, also think about when we was young, right? Like, our teachers were older. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to talk right. to them. Old as hell. That, that was me. Right. I, I wasn't I comfortable talking to them. Yeah. <laughs> I had a teacher named Miss Danback. You know she <laughs> old as shit, just by the last name. Yeah, yeah. so it was different. I feel like we didn't see that many young teachers. If it was, it was like one or two. So yeah. Yeah. I think that me and my kids can have conversations that we, when we were kids, couldn't have with our teachers. Because mm. you're more, you're more right. in touch okay. with their generation. Right? Or we oh, didn't okay. feel that we could, right? Yeah. We didn't feel those vibes. We didn't feel that energy like, oh, Miss So-and-So know yeah. who this person is and yeah. this rapper. Now, yeah. Do you think, not you, of course, but do you think that younger teachers is the reason why is so many mm-hmm. teachers getting caught on these sex scandals and mm. whatnot like that? Because old Miss Danbeck ain't have no sex scandals. She was like 60. <laughs> so let's <laughs> talk about that though, right? Miss Danbeck like... was probably trying to hit your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Might <laughs> have. <laughs> think it was a rolling stone. Maybe not, <laughs> maybe not in our culture as much as we see it now. Oh, no, it's but definitely the not. teacher and kid thing been happening for a long time. Mm. I Maybe not. That's why I'm saying maybe we haven't been exposed to it okay. as much. But it's been like, how I many Lifetime movies, your chicks or, you know, y'all women yeah. or somebody seen that. with mm-hmm. the parent, right? Uh, find out their kid is with Mr. So-and-so or the other way around. But I do think that we are in the land of exposure, right? Like, mm. you can't do anything anymore and get away with it. So we also Thanks. from... We're from the era of it's all out in the open. Yeah, it's crazy when you're so teaching. So I don't think it wasn't happening. An Instagram page I too. just right. I just don't think that <laughs> yeah. um, certain conversations were being really brought to light. And I also don't think culturally on our end that that's something that we really worried about before. But I, I you know, I yeah. And, and you know what? Them older teachers, like all due respect, shout out to Miss Danbeck. Them older <laughs> teachers was like mm-hmm. ugly. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to brag about hitting no ugly teacher. But you these know, teachers but now be know. bad as but shit. I don't I'm know. bragging Even about the pretty it. teachers that I had. Like, I had this teacher named Miss Pierce. She uh, was my Spanish teacher. I had a crush on her. I used to show up to her class <laughs> every day. <laughs> to this day, I don't know one lick of Spanish. I don't know how I passed that class. Maybe because she felt the crush that I had on her. And she was like, okay, he's a nice student. Yeah. But me and her, I think I was, I just turned 18. It was my last year. That's when I had her. She was probably 24. Gap wasn't that different. That's what I mean. But but that too. But right? it's crazy that you say that because like when I graduated, that's what made me start mm-hmm. being interested in this conversation. Because like once I got out of school, three years now I'm 21. 
So you now you you add three years onto her. Twenty four, yeah, she's twenty seven. So I'm twenty one, she's twenty seven. I run into her at the club. <laughs> it's not that big of a, a, a deal. Exactly. So you know now I'm like I see you in the club. You're not my teacher no more. What's up? Mm-hmm. What happened she at the like, club though? She like no. You was one of my former teachers. I mean, one of my former students. Now, see, I'm like that, right? I'm like that. If you was a student of mine or something like that to hear and all that. that. But Mm -hmm. there are people who aren't like that. I also think, though, too, um, that with some of these younger educators who may not be from, like, urban areas, right, that come in in the urban areas, they have, like, this adoration for the culture within itself. um, And they want to relate so hard to the kids. And sometimes... Mm. They have this way of not establishing like a respectful uh, rapport or relationship. Try to be too much of their friend. Yeah, so I, I just feel like, you know, I, I could see a lot of that happening. Like, But the you think as a teacher, teacher, that's where you got to draw the line. Like, okay, I'm going to be your friend, but I'm also, yeah, I mean, your teacher and also an adult. Like, do you yeah, think that need to be... Yeah, but right? Especially if we're talking about age. So, like, uh, if you're saying your teacher 24... Yeah, right? I mean, but she always made that clear. She, like... Your teacher did, right? Yeah, she made that now, clear. She, like, look, you're my student. Right. I'm your teacher. I don't care but I'm saying how now, old you are when you got out of school. You're going to always be my former teacher. It'll never But now happen. we're talking about, like, mm-hmm. why do we think it's so common now? So, one, I'm saying, like, because you can't get away with anything anymore, the exposure. Mm-hmm. And then, two, I think that... People are not really establishing that strong respect for for teachers, and so a lot of lines is being crossed. Mm. Also, mentally, if you're younger, you might not really be where you think you are just because you're 23, 24. You're still figuring yourself out. So can you date an 18-year-old? I can see some people, somebody doing that. I just think you need well, to know I mean, where you I are. Think, well, I think old, older some, women do do that in they this do, generation. Right? Like older women, they do date younger men. Yes. So and, and it's don't like, get in trouble for exactly, it. Exactly. But yes. it's like when you put the teacher-student criterion, you gotta I have think a that's boundaries. when you got to have the boundaries. But everybody yeah. doesn't have them. And, then, yeah. and right, the boundaries not yeah. there. Yeah, because you know, she probably going to look at it like, okay, you grown now. Yeah. Yeah, because right. I feel like if, if you're a teacher, and let's say you're 40, and you dating an 18-year-old, but you... Teaching twelfth grade high school. Mm. Yes, that's weird because you might be looking at you. You got a little side, whatever you want to call it, eighteen year old, and now your students is now eighteen. That's, now that's a good question. Yeah. Now, if you got a teacher that's an older woman, now her students is the same age. That's when as I the person she's that dating. she's dating. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm crazy. saying. Like, Everybody wondering who this random young boy. But it's with cool the outside the is of the school. Because when I was going to school, like remember I told you, I was like, "Yo, it's this girl I was in school with." <laughs> boy took. Boy look old enough to be everybody dad had to jump. And I'm looking at the teachers like, y'all don't have a problem this. with this grown ass man at our prom. How many young girls, right, right? Was fifteen R. and their boyfriends was uh, how many young? Boy, I, young I got some stuff to say. Fifteen yeah. and they twenty year old boyfriends used to come pick them up, pick from them up school. at school in a two thousand four Charger. Listen, look, look right? And, and TA like, so, I think your boyfriend out so there waiting the for. So what's the difference between? So what I'm saying is, if the man had a job at the school when he was, see mm. what I'm saying? If the guy had a job at the school yeah. when he was twenty and she was fifteen, see, wow. see what I'm saying? So the janitor twenty, her right, boyfriend twenty, right. and she fifteen. So. What I'm saying is we start looking at things differently. Yeah. We're basing it on the title or the or the position at that mm-hmm. time, right? Yeah. So if we're going to talk about like the teacher being with you, is the teacher wrong, the, the 20-year-old wrong for dating the 15-year-old because they work there because of the job? Or is it just wrong across the board? Now, to me, it's wrong across, wrong the, across board, the board, yeah. right? But, but I'm just society saying we, gonna look at we it see as it the happening. Job. We see the girl yeah. with the 20-year-old boyfriend picking her up, and she's yeah. in 10th grade. Yeah. We call them Problem, sugar mamas. <laughs> sugar mamas so and sugar daddies. It was so hard for me to bag chicks in the knife and... 
and 10th grade year because they was dating niggas that was like 26 yes. years old. Yeah. The shorty going to tell me, what can you do for me? Miss nothing. What are you, you talking about? The crazy part that used to wear me out about that, like, because that Dobbins, like, it used to be the let out. Like, it just be a whole bunch of grown ass men. Yep. Outside of Dobbins, waiting for like they little young Joes mm-hmm. to come out. But it be NTAs outside, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. y'all see this? Letting so this I don't know. Out. Like, like I said, it's just That's like, like you said, the lines minute. get blurred. Yeah. So it's just like, when man, is, do you, we pick and choose right. when it's wrong? Like, because it's, it's wrong all around. That's what I'm saying it been happening. The age yeah. thing and all that. It's just that you know, more yeah. light is being being shown to certain things. So. Right, right. So. How do you feel about, you know, the parent-teacher conferences is like dealing with, you know, the parents? Because I know that could be crazy. So here's what I want to talk about, right? So let me answer that. First of all, when your child, now I'm dealing with 13 to 21. So mm-hmm. think about when we was in high school, your parents wasn't really coming up there when you were 16. They wasn't. They pretty no, much done checking for your report card, they, right? They exactly. until graduation. So that, right. So that's <laughs> an issue that I really haven't had too much because... Our issue for me, especially me dealing with my population of students, children with different uh, special needs, is that the parents aren't as involved as we would like them to be. Okay. See, I'd rather, for my kids, I'd rather their parents come and see what's going on. Yeah. And be, you know, so that whatever we follow in that school, you can follow at home because that's really going to give your kid the uh, a lot of success, right? That's going to make your, your student or your child as successful and as independent as they can be if we're on the same lines. So, like... The parent-teacher conferences, I wish we had parents there, but we really don't. So that's not an issue well, to go through. I, I know for me, for parent-teacher conferences, my problem is I had problem with I had problems with the older teachers and I had problems with the younger teachers. The reason why I had problems with the older teachers is because, you know, I look young for my age mm-hmm. and what I am. So I feel as though like an older teacher, you know, she tries to put me in that box as I'm a young parent that had a child and she think that she's going to try to chastise me what like a child. And, yeah. and it's like, I got to tell them, I'm like, yo, miss, I'm, I'm 40 plus years old. Yeah. Like, we probably the same age. Yeah. So now the conversation is different. Now you're talking to me different. Now you're talking to me like an adult. But it's like, now I done already lost the respect because you done well, yeah. already. The perspective has changed. Exactly. And the same thing with a young student because now, now when teacher. I deal with a young teacher, yeah. now mm-hmm. she think we the same age. So yeah. now this... But that's again, And it's right? like, no, we're not the, the same age. Like, I'm not a kid. There. So it's like, I'm really talking to you like mm-hmm. a parent. So I feel as though, like, you know, I don't really get the respect as a parent right. that I'm supposed to get from a younger and an yeah. older teacher. So right. it's like, I'm kind of like in the middle. So right. how do you feel, you know, dealing with parents of different like ages? Like, how do you deal uh, with it? So I think um, for me, I'm just always, I'm like kind of like just a straight shooter, right? So... Mm-hmm. If I see that a parent is talking to me a certain way and seeing how things are going, like I'm like, hey, I'm so-and-so's teacher. I've been doing this for X and I always have to bring my experience into it. Okay. And then also let the parent know, like, I'm concerned, right? I have a lot of concern and love for your child. So I'm not here for us to debate about who should be doing what and where you are and what your position is in your child's life and what my position is. I'm here so that we can come together and really work towards uh, making your child really grow all across mm-hmm. the board. So sometimes I think it's just about the way you come in. So if I if I see a person coming in hostile, I just stay calm and look, hey, I understand your frustration or hey, I get what you're saying, but this is where why we're here, right? That's the purpose of this. Sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, do you come across parents that, that run from accountability of, of their course. kids? Like, I come from parents you, who you run know, from accountability. Uh, yeah. I come from... 
parents who get checks for their students but won't buy them a pair of uniform pants. Mm. See what I'm saying? Uh, and he, these kids get checks. Yeah. Right? So do you feel as though that the younger parents are less involved than the older parents? Mm. That's, that's yeah. Yep. Well, like, yeah. I think that a young parent who has multiple children and happens to have a child with a disability um, is sometimes discouraged and just doesn't know what to do and doesn't want to deal with some of the situations or the issues with their child. Yeah. Or sometimes they're coddling, right? My kids have a disability, so I'm just going to hold them and let them do whatever they want to do and let them say what they yeah. whatever they want to say. Mm-hmm. And like I said, my some of my kids don't look like they have a disability. So I have to explain to them all the time. Yeah. You guys look like everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. And this uh, adults that have some of the things that y'all have that are in jail. So if you go out right. here and you do the wrong thing, you're going to jail. Your yeah. mother, your father, your grandma, they can't come pick you up. Right. Okay. You know, they can't coddle you and all that. So, yeah, the older parents uh, tend to be a little more involved. That's true. I do okay. see that. Um, but the older parents are part of the coddling, too. Mm. Mm. Okay. So let, let me come away <laughs> from the, the personal... Uh, yeah. Part of your teaching. How do you feel about teaching black history in mm. school compared to teaching it as history with the rest we of We ain't going to talk about it, sure. They got to put a podium up there and talk about it. We want to thank Martin Luther King for freeing the oh slaves. What? <laughs> the first you know black what? man. Wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Shout out to Doughboy what? Snook from our last episode. Like, bro, you yeah. was right. Black yeah. history needs to be Black history taught. Need, but, but see, I'm, But it never was. That's a problem though, right? Mm. So why, why, like, I know a lot of people had this debate about us having even a Black history month. Why do we have to have a Black history month? Why is it this not? Because it's not included. Because we don't talk about it, yeah, yeah. right? We, we don't have it. So if we don't claim something and, and speak on it, who else gonna do it? I remember right. when I was in right. history class. I So how do I feel about Black? I think, History should be including us in general, and that's exactly. what and that's yeah, what okay, I said. Right, cool. Like I feel as though Black history is American history, yeah, because tw- it, it happened is. in America. Yeah. So why isn't Black history part of American part, history? Because you don't be a- separate the Irish history from American yeah, history. Right. You don't separate the Jewish history from American yeah. history. And like, the funny thing is, when you when mm-hmm. you know when we do we take history, you learn about all those cultures and all the things that mm-hmm. they went through. Uh-huh. And they never say nothing about you. They don't. Mm-hmm. I hate a history class. I hated it too. And nothing went like I, I actually took a black culture to, class when I got to college. N- n- nothing related. I, I couldn't relate to none yeah. of it. So it was a bunch of right. wah 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 to me. <laughs> so yeah, I think. Well, I'm, well, I know for me, I was an adamant reader. So right, my whole problem with school, like I always got into the debate. So you know, the history class would be Christopher Columbus discovered America. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, he didn't. She'd be like, well, yes, he did. It say this in his book. And, you know, I'll tell her, like, well, how did he discover something when people was already here? That's like me walking in your yeah. class and saying, this and class say is mine. They say that part <laughs> in the book, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so literally no, say it was Indians there like, when he got dude, there. Dude, that's what I'm saying. The like, whole system, honestly, the school, the way that the system works and the things that they have in place, they need to go back to the drawing board, just period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff is outdated. Uh, a lot of things just aren't really happening. Half of the stuff we we teaching these kids we don't really use. Well, I, I think. <laughs> like, well, I yeah. think we need from to my revisit the board. Well, yeah, yeah. it do. It need. I and think everybody needs to, be, to re- be included, though, right? Yeah, it needs yeah, to be revisited yeah. and rewritten. We following mm-hmm. stuff that didn't include us. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't from got no. Rip. I don't got no problem with you know being included. Like you said, everybody should be included. And I hate when people say, "Well, y'all got Black History Month. We don't got no month because y'all got the whole year. Twenty eight days is not enough. Twenty eight days. Is you know what I'm saying enough. like that. That's yeah. not fair when. 
I literally have a history class. Especially yeah. when the 12th but through the 14th. Every, except for February, y'all talk older. about me in February. Everything that is set as a standard for us was not... We not we were never included in those decisions. Everything now, that's written, mm. we had nothing to do with the writing. So mm, why do we have 20, 28 days? Come on. They have the power for everything. Okay, Woo. now here's yeah. my question for that. As a teacher, do you go outside of those learning yeah. guidelines? Mm. Because I like you shout, have shout to. out to Miss Petrolli. That that's my favorite teacher. And we're gonna cross that too. Yeah. I wanna know who everybody's favorite teacher yeah. was. But shout that. out to Miss Petrelli. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause Miss Petrelli, like, she never stayed in the guidelines of the learning, you know, but guidelines you that they gave us. Like she came out of it and she was like, but no. Because like, she did that, right? She made an impact in your yeah, life. She did. But guess what happened to her, probably? Probably was getting reprimanded. She was. By mm. um her superiors. She was. For being who she was. That is why a lot of educators right now, these young people that's going to educate, they're not staying. Yeah. They can't keep teachers anymore. I don't know if mm. y'all peep that. But see, this is what But I'm going to tell you why. I'm because a- when, when you go outside the, the borders, mm-hmm. right, and you really do care, and you're bringing in your own stuff, and you're doing their, you are reprimanded by your superior for that. Wow. But see, this is, this is what I'm saying. This Unfortunately. What, but see, this is what made Miss Petrelli so special. Even though she got reprimanded for coming out those learning guidelines, as much as they reprimanded her, they couldn't do nothing to her because her class increased mm-hmm. every the numbers, year. The numbers. Like the numbers was increasing because well, you know, it was just numbers. like, well, why is mm-hmm. everybody coming to her class if she's such a bad teacher? Because it was like... Word of mouth. Because you got to remember, yeah, like, in my era, we didn't have cell like phones. We didn't have social though. media. It was just, we running around. Yo, man, y'all got to get in Miss Petrelli's shop mm-hmm. class. Like, yo, she going to teach you something I a, different. <laughs> I got a friend um, who is an educator. Shout out to Miss Ikea. And for Black History Month, every day, she uh, talks to the kids about uh, someone who's black who's made an impact. Sometimes she showed our kids movie clips or something. She chooses a topic every day, the whole month of February. That's just what she do in her class period. That's, and um, so that's not a part of her content. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that is something that she is very adamant about doing, and she only she does it for Black History Month. Every day she has uh-huh. something, and so I know that she's a part of our program. So I notice uh, at least one period of the day. In February, my kids are going to learn something about themselves and see people okay. who look like That's them, good, who've established That's greatness. Good. So she's a teacher, right, who's going against the grain a little bit. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but doing what needs to be done. And yeah. we have to have those kind of people. Definitely. Otherwise, where Definitely. are we going to be at? Yeah. yeah. I, I say we're going to be stuck in the wheel like the mouse. Just you know? yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff about us I learned <laughs> because I went to HBCU. And that's mm. to be true. Shout out to uh, Shout out to LU. Period. You already know Ring. He was up there for some time. Hey yo. I already know under the tunnel. But um, I learned when I went uh, to the HBCU in your first year. They give you a class. It's called um, African American Experience. They give you something else. It's like first year or something. I can't remember what it's called. But uh, I had some professors who looked like me. You know, finally. Uh-huh. And uh, and I went to schools in the, in the neighborhood schools, but I still had a lot of white uh-huh. teachers. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. My professors was all black doctors, people who wrote books and everything, educators. And in their content, they were talking about, oh, a black person made this. And and all this stuff that we done done, and I didn't know nothing about it. Wow. Like stuff with the refrigerator or the traffic light. Right. You know, stuff with the broom. I didn't even know a black person came up with the automatic dryer, yo. Just so many. Why is that not in American history? I'm still (laughs) stuck with a black person coming up with the cotton gin, bro. That shit. Just like. Wow. (laughs) What? What are we that's, doing? That's and I'm talking about basic things we do, right? And use this things everybody uses every yeah. day. You can go in your house right now, pull out ten different things that we everybody yeah. uses. 
that a black person uh, created, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, or or helped uh, make it better, reinvented it, yeah. it's just, and, and nobody knows. So who who who's the teacher that made the biggest impact on your life? <laughs> I had multiple teachers for different reasons. Because first <laughs> of all, I was a teacher's pet for some years. Okay, okay. I also was the honorable child for some time, hey, even listen. though I'm. Uh, a little mouthy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, hey. It, it works. So, it works. So in elementary school, I, I'd say Miss Lovey, uh, because um, I used to, I, my handwriting never been great, but Miss Lovey always pushed me to with, with my writing. And she was a very loving teacher, but she didn't take no mess. And yeah. uh, so shout out to Miss Lovey. I don't know if she's still here with us. I hope so. But um, she was great. And that was F.S. Edmonds up Mount Airy. And then uh, when I went to Leeds, I had a teacher named Mr. Williams I was really interested interested in science at one time, and um, he used to take us on these trips where we go like the streams and lakes and stuff, and really get in there, and dig out different stuff mm-hmm. and all that. And it was just dope to have those kind of experiences. He was really into science, and he made it fun. So shout out to Mr. Williams and Mr. Robinson mm-hmm. was uh, my sixth grade teacher. Me and him are still close. Me and Mr. Robinson. So shout That's out Mr. Up. Robinson. Um, he uh, had put a choir together. And before that, I was like singing in church my whole life, but that was my first like school uh, group, and he wrote songs and stuff like that. You can hit a hymn if you want. To. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and in high school, um, high school, you got a, a bunch of different teachers. So, yeah. but in high school, I had Graham. I was a vocal major in high school, and I had Mr. Graham, and he shout out to you, Mr. Graham. And in high um, school, yeah, and me and him still tight too. <laughs> you already know. And Graham ran the choir too, but what? I learned from him, I learned, like, I started learning how to sing songs in different languages mm-hmm. and to really stretch and breathe, like, a okay. lot of vocal techniques, how to read music notes, all that mm-hmm. stuff I got from Graham. So, shout out to you, Graham. Shout yeah. out to the teachers. How about you? What's your teacher? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, 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 I go real quick. Um, I kind of got, like, a two-part joint. Uh, I was in speech therapy growing up. I used to stutter real bad. Like, I couldn't That's see catch crazy, up. I couldn't Rick. see Kyle. Shit, wow. Like, I do it sometimes. Like a TV boy. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, so I was um, going to speech therapy or whatever. A lady named Ms. Levin or whatever. So it was like around Father's Day. Mm -hmm. I'm in the fourth grade. And we had to do a little speech report on, you know, the male that made an impact in our life. And the only impact I could come up with at the moment was my brothers. Because my pop was gone for like a year. Okay. So I didn't know where he was at. And I felt embarrassed to talk about him. So I wrote about my brothers. My uh, speech therapy teacher was like, well, how old are they? So I was like, you know, one brother, Tom, he was probably like 17. Okay. The other one was probably like, what, 21? Jared like probably 21, 22 at the time. She's like, well, I don't think they really can make an impact like a father could in your life, Jordan. But she didn't know any better. That shit hurt my soul. Yeah. So I go back to class and Ms. Johnson, she like, my eyes red. I'm, cry- I'm like about to cry. She's yeah. like, what's wrong? Burst out crying. So she walked me in the hall, but like, Jordan, what's going on? I tell her what happened. She was like, listen, anybody that you look up to as a role model is your father figure. And that's, that's it. Yeah. I used to get in all the trouble in Ms. Johnson class <laughs> to this day, yo. The next day, she took us on a field trip to a soup kitchen. We like fed people. That's been my favorite teacher ever since. And yeah. that was like the most humbling experience. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Ms. Johnson, man. That, that lady like showed me mad love after that. She even jumped to the sixth grade. By the time I got to the sixth grade, she was my sixth grade teacher. I think she did wow, it for me, yo. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot to shout out Miss Fleming, too. Sorry. Shout out to Miss Fleming. Shout out Miss Fleming. I, yeah, I had Miss Fleming for second grade, and she loved me so much that they was, she was going to start teaching third grade that she pulled me to the side and was like, next year I'm teaching third grade. You want to be in my uh, class? Wow. That's you know, funny. so you just made me think of that. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to you, Briggs. Thank you, Miss Fleming. <laughs> yep. 
Well, I know for me, I, I got a couple of teachers. Uh, mm-hmm. First, I want to give a shout out to Miss White. That was my fifth grade teacher. I mean, I hope she's still alive. It's been a long damn. ass time. I, I mean, <laughs> hope Miss Dan back alive. She might not <laughs> still be here, but if she is, man, look, she she made an intricate impact on my life. Cause like yeah. when I was in elementary school, I went to Tion Paris. Shout out to Tion Paris. That was like the only neighborhood school that I ever went to. Mm. But she seen a potential in me that nobody else seen. Like my whole problem when I was at elementary school, like I would do all my work fast and then I'd just be acting like an asshole through the whole class. That was me from kindergarten all the way up to fifth grade. Then I finally got the Miss White. Now, Miss White, she had this. She had the name in the school. Like, yo, you get Miss White, that shit that you was doing in <laughs> kindergarten, fourth grade. Yo, yeah. she ain't, you know what I mean? She ain't dealing with that. So, you know, my whole mentality coming out of class, I'm like, oh, okay, I can't fuck with Miss White. So let me. But I still tried. Her. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, but she pulled me to the side. She found my strength. So she noticed, she was like, it wasn't the fact that I was a bad kid. It was the fact that I was smarter than everybody in the class. It wasn't a challenge, yeah. Exactly, it wasn't, it wasn't challenge. no challenge. So yeah. what she started doing, see, she had reading. Like, during our angel class, she would read a story for the class. She found out that I was the strongest reader in the class because I was a character in the class clown. So when I would read the stories, like, I would do all the voices and shit. <laughs> so, you know, other people would laugh at me, but it was asshole. like... But, you know, she was like, yo, that's creative. Exactly. So, you know, what she did, you know, she she got me, like, harder work. So, you know, everybody in my class, they was doing fifth grade work. I was doing eighth grade work. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in a high school, like, oh, reading level. So, basically, she the one that got me into my middle school. That's when I ended up going up to the Northeast because she was like, no, grats. No, she was like, no, Fitzsimon, because Fitzsimon was the, the next the school. So she was like, no, you can't go to Fitzsimon, you can't go to Woodier, and you can't go to Rose. You is too smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she made sure that I went up to the Northeast. Long story short, I get up to the Northeast. I start acting like an asshole again. Because I'm like, <laughs> okay, I got an opportunity. I'm away from home. My parents can't come up and catch me in school acting like an asshole. So I'm performing. Get to eighth grade. Get another teacher. Miss Napper. So Napper. she was at. I like that. Name. She she had a she yeah. had that thing with her like yo you can't play with Miss Napper like she yeah. gonna shut it down. Miss Napper like she was like the only black teacher that I had at Austin Meehan. and she literally pulled me to the oh, side Austin and was Meehan. like okay yeah so mm-hmm. so you understand mm-hmm. how I got the link so Facts. <laughs> so you know I'm at Austin so she pulled me to the side she like Kareem like. You can't come up here doing this. Like, oh, we got to work 10 times harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When we up here. You can't come up here and act like that. She basically gave me the black talk. Yeah. Anybody that is black, you know what I'm saying? They go to school, they get the black talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gave me the black talk, turned myself around. She ended up getting me this, like, this art, like, degree. But I couldn't get it because I fucked up, like, in the 6th <laughs> or 7th grade. Right. But it allowed me to get into Swenson. Like, my grades okay. was good enough to get into Swenson, because Swenson, like, you had to have, like, a crazy, mm-hmm. like, grade point average to get in it. So, it was good enough to get in there. I don't know what it was. When I got to high school, I got it together. Then I came across this lady, Miss Petrelli. This white woman changed my oh, life, Oh, yeah, you've been bro. talking about her. Yeah, right? yeah. Shout this out Miss Petrelli. And back to Miss Petrelli, because Miss Petrelli, that's my dog, and we still <laughs> friends to this day. I love that. Don't you, you know, love that? I go see cool her down AC, met yeah. her at the, the high school reunion. We got lit. 
<laughs> Damn, that's Ms. how Petrelli, I love that. This was the strongest white woman that I ever met because everybody tried to test this little white lady. Was like, yo, you're a white lady. You can't control me. Mm. You don't know what I go through. Little did I know, Miss Petrelli was this little old little white <laughs> Italian lady and she wasn't trying to have that shit. Like, she put hands on you. Like, if you talk crazy to her, she smack you in the back of your head like, yo, get out of my class. Like mm. she, she was, she wasn't your teacher. Like she basically became a mother. And I think when me and her, like when I really seen that she was there to help me, yeah. I think I lost my token one day and mm. she literally drove me home. Like from Red Lion Road to North Philly. Yeah. She yeah. lived in New Jersey. You, you know, that's oh a drive drive. <laughs> that's Yo, a drive drive. I never, I never showed off of that lady ever since. And she found so many good qualities in me. Like. She transformed me doing rap into messing with the computers. Man. Yeah. She she told me, okay, you drawing, but you could do that into put that in a computer. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. She just found like another niche for like my art. Right. So I don't know. She just let us be us. And then she, like I said, she but came out the guidelines. Though, right? Like she didn't teach yes, us school stuff. She taught us real life shit. She like, look, when you get out of and school, like you're gonna have to pay school. bills. You're gonna, yeah. gonna have credit. High school you're gonna have to deal to with be, college. Yo, yeah. High school yeah. need to be revamped. No, it does. Yeah. I say that it a do. million high school, like, high school need to prepare you for life after. Let me tell you, like, you need to be learning about checkings and savings. Right, four one k. You need you, listen, you need to learn when you get a job, right? And, I, and how yeah. to pick your health care plan. I, I think and yes, nobody think knows should, how to do that. You just get the plan they give you exactly. Yo, I I just learned last you, year the, yes. the what's a good health plan compared no, no, to a yeah. bad. Well, I job just said last come year. with this right, and we just take it. I learned that yeah, shit three years ago. Seriously, no, I'm on my you job need, insurance. Yo, and there's also a way you can pick and choose, like you know. uh you can change your amounts of what come out for certain things in your yeah, paycheck. Right, right. Nobody knows that. Like, right? Like, I'm so uh, proud of the program I work with because my kids are learning things that everybody should just be getting. Right? Mm-hmm. We got a room called functional functional academics, and that has a reading and math part. But they're gonna they learn about the checkings and the savings. They learned mm-hmm. about you know. Um, uh, like calendars, how to have calendar skills and timing yeah. and how to do all that. Then they have uh, the Pays Lab, which is where they kind of like clock in the work and they do different tasks and jobs to try to figure out what, like what's their niche. And then they have a room, we have a daily living room and it looks like an apartment. So there's a bedroom, yeah. there's a laundry mat, like, you know, like a laundry space, yeah, yeah. a kitchen space. So my kids are really learning all these things because for us, Functioning is the biggest uh, push for us. We want them to be able to be... To function on their own. Right. As independent as each of them can be. But they're learning things that everybody should be getting. Uh, By the time you get to 11th grade, I think that everyone should have a functional academics class where you're going to learn about the checkings and savings and your net pay, right? And your gross and what that means and interview skills. I think that you should be... Uh, going into a, a a room where you clock in and you mm. clock out like that. Exactly. Like we got like, no, like we have that. Yeah, we, yeah. we have that. We yeah, have like employee, right. my kids get employee of the month. Like that's we're doing. Wow, that's you yeah. know, um, that's they get career tr- uh, training. Like they go out that's sometimes dope. to different yeah. jobs and stuff like that. And then, like I said, they have the apartment space where they learn about how to take the, take care of themselves. In eleventh grade, if we would drop some of the math classes, 
and replace that shit is it. pointless. Algebra like, two. Algebra three. Pre what the fuck is algebra three? <laughs> How is it three levels of algebra? Like, <laughs> if we would drop that and give everybody those courses, that's what you need, junior and senior. Bro, because you don't need algebra one, two, right? or three. Okay. <laughs> I haven't used this yeah. since. <laughs> you don't even need geometry yeah, at all. None of like, you, don't, you know what you need to unless do? Unless you're building houses. subtraction, multiplication, and division. Like, the basics. But I'm just saying, think about how much... Uh, time we would save from ourselves in our adulthood trying to figure right. that shit out if we already had it. So when you talk about being in these these areas and you send the 18 year olds out here in the streets and you want them to just be this strong ass, yeah. super successful, we haven't really prepared them. At all. You're right. At all. I'm at the point where I'm like, when they leave here, they need to go somewhere else for yeah. like six months to a year. At least for like What's you the said, shit? career just training. Just adulting. Like, yeah. what is adulting and what adulting right. looks like? If we're not putting these tools in place True. for everybody, not just for programming. Like, right. all y'all, like, everybody need that shit. <laughs> all y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, 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 real rap, like, though. Real rap, though. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, sometimes I just be, like, burnt out because, yeah. um, like I said, I already fell into the shit accidentally, right? And I'm yeah. in it, and I'm good at it. And mm-hmm. I don't like my job. I love my kids. That's okay. the difference. Okay. You know oh, what I mean? See, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I think you got to have a love for the kids, too. Yeah. Because I yeah. think that's what right. made Petroleum <laughs> so special. She loved and, y'all. Because she loved us she beyond being a student. If she didn't, oh, she would have retired. Oh, she would have left. She what, said the reason why yes. she didn't leave, she was like, yo, the students made me stay. Like, yeah. she was, she told me yes. she was supposed to retire 10 years ago. She retired five years ago. She said, yo, I, she was like, they begged me to stay. They didn't want nobody no. else to teach the class. Dream. It's so bad. That is why right now they can't keep educators because yeah. young motherfuckers come in for four years like, yo, I'm not, I'm not doing this yeah. for 20 years. I'm not doing it. So right. I'm at that point where like the love for the kids, that ain't even enough no more. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's only going to last you but for so long. And then that's not enough, especially when you're a part of a system and you know they really don't, it's really about bread and money and now, numbers. Now to piggyback that, how do you feel mm-hmm. about yeah. the was it the Meek Mill and uh, Ruben uh, donation to the to the charter schools and the private schools and not the public schools? Because I think our public schools are fucked up. They are the terrible. They've been fucked up for a long time. They was well, fucked up since I've been gone. Well, here's the thing, though, right? Uh, so and like, charter schools get funded, if I'm not mistaken, so right? So this is the thing. I work for a charter school, but the charter school that I work for is kind of partnered kind of with the district. They took over the schools that was failing or got closed down okay. by the district. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know about you. Okay, know, uh, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And they, and they uh, took those over and stamped charter school on top of yeah. it, right? But it's still mm-hmm, school. Right. And so mm-hmm. that means there's new paint. And younger teachers, right? Yeah. And, same students, same problem. Right. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, I feel like this. I don't if me take his money and put it in this into some schools, I don't think he's sitting down trying to figure out uh what's the best route or way to do it. I think he probably got people in this camp like, look, these you need to get some money to these whoop de whoop and do something. And he probably just yeah. like, Oh, okay. But you, I don't think he necessarily sitting in like, yeah, yeah let me choose uh, the yeah, right, right domain right. of schools. We, we only then, got a then, couple minutes for I the topic. Um, but I, I don't, don't think, I, I think it's like you said, I don't think he was really thinking, but I also nah, believe really that if I'm him, I'm looking at it like, yo, public schools, corner, I don't yo. know where this money is going. Because yeah. well, they, they just shut corner, down. Right? Hmm? Look who in this corner. Yeah. Right. 
They don't. Right. The people that uh, and I and shout out to Meek. I, I like but, Meek. But Meek, Meek is but from public I, schools. That's what I understand. Like we talking about his corner and and these are people he partnering with. Nine times out of ten, they already have chose the domain that yeah. they was going to give it to. Because they and hear probably, charter school and think it's better than a public school. So they was already going to do that, but he's a face. Yeah. And he's for the culture. And so, so I mean, I only brought that up because no, you know he got scrutinized. So they you know, already for that. they mm-hmm. already had that in mind. I, I guarantee you, and probably yeah. just say, yo, Mickey, you want to do this with me? I'm just thinking about doing this with the And he probably said, That's a dope ass idea. Yeah. Let's do it. More so than him sitting. Right. You know, I just don't I, that conversation ain't go like that. Also, I don't think people trust where the public school funding is going. And let me tell you. I'm gonna tell you True. right. How many how long they've been working on stuff with public schools? Yo, all them I, high schools I, they shut down? Bro, and the schools still, still got bro, bum ass I'm lunch. still <laughs> trying to figure out How why our kids not going school? to school when COVID first hit. I'm like, COVID hit in the summer. So yeah. that mean the kids wasn't in school. So you mean no janitor and no public school cleaned the schools for the whole summer? Uh. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know. You guys, I, let me tell you, mean <laughs> charter schools are. That's why there's a big conversation happening right now with the charter schools and the and, uh, public schools, right? I don't know if you've been in, in touch with that. But, no, I haven't. So they are actually because public school is losing so much money, and I'm gonna tell you how because charter schools taking some of their kids, right? Mm. If your oh, kid leaves yeah. your public school, somebody got to pay for that to send them there. Like there's uh-huh. this funding. So that kid just for leaving that public school and going to that charter school is bringing money to that that charter just for them being there and losing Damn. money from the public. Right. So what's happening is the public schools, like in Philly, it's if you think about it, it ain't that many public schools left. It's not. The, Real and, right. and then the ones it's that are and William Penn, <laughs> R.I.P. William Penn. And then and then the ones <laughs> a couple of them, <laughs> I know. right? <laughs> yeah, have been changed or revamped into charter schools. Like, like for where I work, right? <laughs> they taking the public school. You still got the public Damn. school name, but it's a charter school stamp on it. Yeah. So ain't that many public schools left? Yeah, so fair. the public schools are pushing back right now with the charter schools because they funding is going. You every time you take a kid out the neighborhood and send them up there, that's money. Damn. Going. So now it's looking like this, right? Next year for enrollment, charter schools is going to have to start pushing the kids out back to their neighborhood schools. Damn! Wow. Until they that's get the more that's funding. the fight that's happening. Until they get because more because the public school is fighting them. Like we losing oh. a lot of we don't have money because y'all are getting our kids to come to y'all neighborhood. Well, and they just got that donation. And they just got that Mike Rubin donation. <laughs> so like public schools oh, and charter schools really they they going hit the head hey. right now. It's like a little beef mm. happening. Oh man! So a part of why they don't have shit is because they claim that we we taking their money. But see, that's another thing. Each one of my students brings. Thousands of dollars per kid. Because think about all the things that come with each one of my kids, right? They get related services. They all get speech therapy. Mm. They all get occupational therapy. And then, like I was saying, how we had those classes and stuff like that. There's a certain, you know, realm of money that has to go into their programming. So each one of my kids is bringing thousands of dollars in per student. Wow. Wow. So it's numbers. It's about numbers. Sometimes I got kids in my program I know they shouldn't even be in it for, Mm. for different reasons. And it's like, why they here? Because, because that one of them is it's probably bring, one of them is probably bringing half of somebody's salary. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, and yeah. and yeah. Shit, listen, shit is wild. Think yeah, about shit. my kids bringing all the money into the school, but when it's time for senior trips and proms and stuff like that, we found out last minute and got to rush and tell our parents. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying. Before. Like I just that's found out shit. that my son prom is May 5th. Like I knew when my prom was in 
in December. That's what, two, but I I'm, <laughs> That's saying, I'm not even talking about general because hey, I'm saying for special education kids oh, yeah. to bring in all that damn money. Yeah. And oh, they should have everything. No That's problem. You it should, should know, be yeah. included. You should like it's their prime too. Yeah. While we find out about their trips, like they'll do a 12th grade trip, and I got kids that's in 12th grade. We find out the day before. What mm. the fuck? Promise oh, you. So now oh. we got rush and call a parent. Like it's a lot of yeah. behind the scenes stuff that we have to and do. And that's a lot if the parent and, don't got it. Like and why why mm. is it like that when you know they in 12th grade too and you know they go here? Yeah. Right? Man. But that's something we they'll be like, oh, we yeah. forgot. It's always, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't think about it. One time it got so bad that we even in my program uh like voted for a person to be the person to be in touch with the genetic grades so you can know about trips and uh, all that, right? Yeah. And so it was like, yo, I'm a somebody was like, all right, I'll be that person to make sure I keep in touch with whoever's the coordinator for these. So we got always they went and they they still didn't keep them, that person. Like they only had to designate all the information to one person versus hitting the whole program up. Damn. And didn't do it. So, like, this happened every year. When I go to graduation, when my kids graduate, yeah. sometimes, at least every year, one of their names is not in the uh, program. What? Then I, then I got to deal, then we got to deal with parents crying. Like, yeah, I, advocate, for the shit. Yeah. I advocate for my kid, right? And and you mean to tell me my child name not in the, something simple. Like, people think we there's nothing. We done brought all this money no, to that, y'all that, school. That yes. Shit. I remember that I shit. I get the argument. No, it I, happens I, I, all the time. My, my son was leaving pre-K to go to kindergarten. I was mad as shit. They had to give him somebody else's duplicated yep. name yep. because oh, they oh. didn't have his name on a paper. But yeah. they did it on a lie. Mr. Knox, we going to get you. I was like, no, I'm not trying to hear that, that shit. shit is wild. But it happens every year, y'all. Every year. I don't want no damn man to shove I don't even know why you drink man to shove But okay. I'm doing it. Listen, y'all can have something this right here. Listen, we got to close out this topic, get to this song of the week, man. Matter of fact, no, we got to let Brick bring this in. This is our song of the week. For the first time ever on Past My Wine, our special guest is going to bring in our song of the week because she's the song of the week. Uh, yeah, thank you, uh, fellas. Uh, I'm just glad to be here. But uh, you guys, this is my new video. It just dropped yesterday. So, like, mm. shout out to the podcast because they lit. We, and they make it official. <laughs> yeah, and this is my song. It's called Loving You. That's uh, L-U-V-I-N-Y-O-U. So look for Brittany Martin. That's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y Martin on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, get into Loving You. It's a bop. <laughs> it's a bop. He <laughs> says... <laughs> What? All these motherfucking bottles, bro. Oh man. We getting fried over here. Yo, hold up. Yo, mate, where bread at, dog? Like, where's she? I'm about to call her right now. I'm about to call her right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yo, see what's going on. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure she owned it, man. Niggas Hello? Oh, Bubba. What's up? Where you at? Popping bottles. What up, Brit? Yes. We balling up. Girl, I'm on my way. I promise. Get out from under that man and bring that ass. Girl, bring that ass, party. girl. Oh, my God. Bye, ho. Is on. 
thinking about you day and night Got you always on my mind And I don't know what it is But it's a different kind of feel And I don't want to be your girl And I ain't trying to be your wife Baby, we don't need no titles Just you the rest of my life Hold me down when it's rough Good loving can't get enough Me and you for the long haul Giving you my own Loving you Is all that I wanna do I love you I love you Loving you Is all Yo, 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 that was just the song of the week Ooh. by the <laughs> talented Miss Brittany T. Martin. Period. Billy John Loving hey, you. Billy John Brittany. Definitely Brit, a yo. banger. Definitely Let's a banger. Break. I can tell you about that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, bro, you know what time it is. You want to bring us in, bro? <laughs> Listen, let's, let's get into our reoccurring topic. <laughs> Okay, the never fails, the always will prevail. Sit your dumb ass down. <laughs> right? You know how sit your dumb ass down go, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Britt watches the show. I do. Family of the show. Supporter of the support show. Support yeah. that shit. She support our <laughs> shit. I feel like y'all on my Instagram story all the time. Yeah, I be trying right, to tell the people, get with y'all. Yeah, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Listen, I'm going to start my sit your dumb ass mm. down with the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> For some reason, every year we have the same problem. Around this time of year, these goddamn potholes. Yeah. These potholes can fit a body in it, okay? I've then drove over a pothole last week, and my tire popped off the rim. Mm. Today, I'm driving. Person in front of me hit a pothole. His tire popped off the rim. Why is it that we paying all this money in taxes, and y'all give us this cheap-ass asphalt? And and parking authority tickets. Listen, where's the money going? Never. <laughs> I already got to dodge bullets. Now I got to dodge bullets and potholes. I got, I'm trying to pick a struggle. I'm trying to pick a struggle. Help. Help. And Brittany, help right. me. It's every help year. me. Every winter. <laughs> you right. Every winter, though. Crazy. Either every you going to die or your car going to die. <laughs> Somebody, Somebody going to get an R.I.P. <laughs> Just got to let it go. <laughs> My car is another love TKO in this Damn. motherfucker. For real. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit, bro, who you got for such a dumb ass damn? Man, first, I, I wanted to the Olympics to sit they dumb ass down. Oh, what? let's talk about it. This doesn't have nothing to do with Shikari <laughs> and that uh and that uh white figure scare. It does. That's where you think I'm going. I'm not going there. That's not where I'm going because that's where everybody expect me to go. I'm not touching that because we were supposed to do a show on running from accountability. So I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> we're gonna come back to it because Shikari gonna be the next Olympics. Okay. We got you, so, Shikari. <laughs> why I got a problem with the Olympics is because Mr. Will Thomas, mm. swimmer from Texas, he was ranked. 
number 462 in the world as a male swimmer. Now, this is why I need the Olympics to sit their dumb ass down. <laughs> because Will Thomas, he wasn't satisfied with his gender, like everybody is in this generation. So he decides to identify himself as a woman, transgender. So now he transfers over to the women swimming. Wow. Guess what his rank is in the world? You're right. Number one. You're right. Number fucking one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he was number 462. 462 in the male ranking. Now That's you're number crazy. one in the female ranking. Oh, my God. Olympics, bro. I'm going to need you to sit your dumb ass down. Please. I understand you got to honor people's decision, but that <laughs> nigga is cheating. Because <laughs> I, I, I really need y'all to see this guy. And, and, and we're going to have a picture of the guy, you know what I'm saying, when the video drops because... He is a husky white man. I, you know um, what's with crazy? With broad shoulders. I've seen it, Reem. You're right. I and, and you know what Boosie said? You know, because Boosie, you know, Boosie everybody get, gives him a problem for speaking out against transgender. He said he's a cheater. Yeah. <laughs> he is, though. No, he You're is. You're a fucking cheater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Olympics, sit your dumb ass down. You got to get it right. Yo. Definitely <laughs> sit your dumb ass down. <laughs> Definitely that's that's just anything. <laughs> <laughs> 462 we the number one the, the weightlifting transgender like exactly what, what Hurricane Chris on, the not Hurricane Chris my bad no King oh 70. yeah damn oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy Gotta I get say it right. all the time too I, I, I used to say it too Chris, because, right. it, it's, cra it's crazy because y'all because that's what we need yeah. that's what we know Hurricane Chris that's what we know Hurricane Chris 7D yeah but you wait we just had to show about the weightlifter boy you got anybody in mind Oh, no. Nah. You know what? I just want to talk about all the people that like to body shame. Mm. Motherfuckers. So all y'all sit y'all dumb it. asses down. Let's talk because about recently, it. Because recently... Are you defending Nelly? Oh, no. no I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nelly. He was okay with me. Hey, yo! I'm going to tell you. The Nelly, Nelly video, you got a fan. <laughs> only person down, down, mad, baby. Only person that was mad is that with the female. I don't know what she was doing. But that's neither here nor okay. there. But anyway. <laughs> so hot and hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to tell everybody with the body shame and sit all y'all dumb asses down. Because yeah. uh, one of my favorites, 50 Cent, just did an epic uh, Oh yeah, I, performance. Yeah, that was this. I know what you And And uh, he was upside down. And I, you know what's funny? I like to laugh, so I was laughing at a few of the memes and all that. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, it's from he, that song was from 2003, you talking about? That's yeah. longevity, though. Like, and, and also, and, and, the and man it's still going to get bust. The, here's the crazy thing: he ain't even fat, though. That's not, the thing. Right, right. So, like, I need y'all. Like, uh, first, it's the social all, media. Wait, what's what the, what's, what they say in the hood? When you get chubby, that means you get you eat, you're, that bread. You eating good. That man eating good. Yeah. <laughs> and my man and, just and a little what's more fifty doing? Eating good, good. good. But I just want to say that because we always live in this uh, with social media world where yeah. sometimes we like, oh, you big and shit, you whoop the whoop the whoop. It's funny, and then as soon as you say something to somebody, they crying, mm -hmm. and then it's a whole crew behind them talking about how we shouldn't do this. So right. all y'all out here fast shaming like your aunt, your mom, and your dad ain't got <laughs> you know fucking saying? breasts right you, now. You know, right. you, you know your grandma got the hanging on. Down, <laughs> I man. know your grandma know how to make that good fried Period. chicken. By the way, the, you, by the, the way, the, the skin waggle. If the aunt ain't thick, I don't want her food. Period. That's what I'm saying. Word. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I don't that. want your collard greens. You know what I mean? If your arms ain't doing one of these, all y'all out here body shaming people. That shit is weird. It's wild. It's wack, it's yeah. terrible. And a lot of y'all that do that shit are very 
very insecure. As soon as somebody say something to you, look, you cry in the house. Look, and to be honest with y'all, yeah, I mean, some of y'all, yeah, I mean, shit stay fat. Y'all shouldn't lose no weight. Some people, Lizzo, some y'all I, can't, I can't imagine Lizzo being skinny. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> some of y'all, y'all losing too much weight and you walk around looking like a damn lollipop, you yeah. know, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, look at Adele. Adele yeah. ain't really the y'all, best looking thing since she lost weight. Oh, I mean, she's presentable. I like she's Adele. presentable. Yeah. <laughs> but. I still see the big girl in her. Yeah. <laughs> thicker, but thicker, thicker though was all right. Though. Yeah, she should be yeah. a little thicker. I think uh, she's just too a little small. Bit, a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, I ain't saying go. Yeah, go no. super size. Oh, no, man, I like Adele. With, with, I like. With let me tell you, Adele chin. is good to me either way. I like but, Adele will wait. But I'm saying a little thick, a little thickness on Adele. I like Adele will wait. Well, you gotta think Adele's voice. So you expect that kind of true that have a true that because even now she sings like a well when she sang like bigger that, person that's that so know how to yeah. sing you know that's soul so you oh my soul, god soul, Adele soul got that thick. voice yeah. soul is a Adele got thick. that voice yeah. real quick about body shaming <laughs> yeah why do you think that men get criticized so much when we body shame but if a woman does it it's funny mm-hmm. women we, all the gonna, time and we gonna go back to Adam we gonna get deep right because honestly I think I think that Eve ate the apple because. Adam ain't had that garden snake she was looking for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she said, you're a liar by the uh-huh. size I'm of the man downstairs. So I'm going to eat the <laughs> apple. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I don't know what Adam was doing, but if she was still curious and wandering around, that says a lot, no? Whoa. Shout out to Eve. What you saying? We talking? What's up? We getting heavy with Let's it? talk about it. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. We could do an Adam and Eve joint. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> do you hey, want to leave yo. this conversation? No, 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 do you want to no, stay no, here? I ain't done. I ain't done. I got another question. I got another question. Okay. Because if we say something about a woman not having a fat ass, a woman got a flat butt, a Chinese yeah, butt, a yeah. cardboard backside, whatever you want to call it. That's true. That's a problem. But y'all be like, oh, look at Shrimp Little. You know what I'm saying? Well, first of all, you look at Skittle Diddle. First of all, you talking about one specific body part and your little snippet you just but, gave. I mean, but that's the body but part that y'all said. Y'all said the shame. But what I was going to say is because you cannot say that women... Uh, uh, shaming y'all how y'all weigh because a lot of chicks rub that belly, love their belly. Don't want true. it's a lot of true big that. bulls getting love. Look, I remember so, some chick told me, you I'm saying, a, a I ain't got no belly, she ain't with it. Like I'm like, Reem, what? Look, Reem <laughs> just said, right? If a man husky, it's known as he eating good, he got yeah. bread. So it's mm. a lot of big bulls. If a big dude come in a uh, bar, club, wherever, wherever you out, chicks is gonna be on them. But y'all be playing short niggas, But though. if a big John come in there, I'm not saying boys ain't going to be on her, but they might want to secretly be on her because they don't want their okay. homie to say something. Them niggas know okay. they going to eat good yeah, when they right. at a club. But it's, a, but it's more like... I don't even got to order it, no food. It's you more, dig me? <laughs> but it's more low-key, though. You ain't going to brag to your man that you just grab the big John uh, number. Like, you're going to be like, yo, I just grabbed your number. You, ain't, you don't pick her up. You're going to secretly right. go and get her number. Where yeah. Big Papa, you, he going to get left. And it's gonna be loud and mm. and about it. So, Damn. what we really really saying? Like, I, I feel Ooh, like uh, okay. what we saying, Briggs? Well, I think I think we need to clarify. Like, why is it cool for women to penis shame? <laughs> height shame. Well, penis we gonna, and height right, shame. So let me say, and and penis shame. shame and penis shame. Do y'all not talk about when chicks is dirty? If they got a bad rep, well, being dirty don't got shit to, to do, do with my penis. With God, God gave you. God gave us soap, and God yeah, gave us. God so gave I us can't help it if you didn't so, choose to wash. Um, she's a little loose when you get in there. Y'all, y'all well, if with? she had a child, I understand. Mm-hmm. And if it's too loose, then that's my fault. Because there was somebody in there bigger than me very Wait, soon. Are right? you blaming yourself? Yeah, if, 
I didn't experience that, but if I would have, that's what I would think. Somebody I'm tell you else something. was in here. See the difference between <laughs> well, us that baby and y'all had a big ass is head. this. See, we can see what y'all have. You gotta get y'all gotta get in there to figure it out. Ooh. So mm-hmm. should we start talking about the So what the I'm size saying is and I'm just saying, y'all gotta get in here to figure out how how that's gonna go. We can see y'all. So don't be mm. mad at us because y'all's is visible. Take that up with the Lord. Mm. <laughs> 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 because yeah, I know her oh, because if you if you can see the if hey, you can, yeah. if, if, because hey Jeff help me show because hey, damn. if you could see the depth and what you get ready to get into if y'all had that power and that visibility y'all would be doing and saying the same thing that women say but y'all don't have that so oh, your answer to your question is you don't have that we have what we have you can't just look and tell. To make it, you and sometimes I'm not even gonna say look and tell, right. but you can't even look to make an assumption. You got to get up in here a little mm. bit. But for us, I could look and make an assumption. I could say, okay, the shrimp might could do something for me. But if you look, if you have a shrimp, short nigga might got a pole, yo. If, it, look, if you have <laughs> sure, a shrimp though, right? If you have a shrimp and I take a risk, <laughs> and you have a shrimp and you don't know what to do, roll with the it, dice, nigga. That falls on me for taking taking that chance. Yeah. If you have a certain lesson uh, learned, if you have a snake and you don't know what to do it, shit, I, I can work that out myself. So what? Which which one am I gonna go with? Man, I'm gonna go with the shrimp where I don't know. Them. I'm gonna go with the shrimp where I don't know the possibilities that could come out of it. Or am I gonna take the snake where if if the snake ain't don't know what to do, I can work the snake. I might not want to work the shrimp. You know, this is getting a little bit too technical for and me. Insane. <laughs> and insane. So, like, y'all ain't got that visibility, I, I, even though, oh, oh, so, so you saying, basically, because we don't got the visibility, is because why y'all did, you allowed about it. to body shame and laugh at us, and we ain't no, allowed to body shame. Let me tell y'all, as much, all right, I know, it's not okay, but we just talked about body shaming, so right. I'm, I'm against all that. But I know people that's married to shrimps, and that's in relationships with shrimps as a woman, because a woman, if, if a woman really rock with you, the she gonna she gonna take that little man. Head. Listen, let me tell you that shit gonna feel because, like that fork gonna feel like she cool with the ping ping. Because that's mental, like mm-hmm. it, emotions control everything. So the shrimps getting love. Some of them don't even know they shrimps. Look, bro, I look at Some it. Look, don't even if know a, look bro, you gotta look at it like this. If a rose can get her there. <laughs> Then Shrimpy mm. can get it in. <laughs> well, look, that's why I said. Shout out to Rick. Listen, hey, yo, for all my shrimp nasties out there, you know what I'm saying? If the rose can, can get it in, you can get it in. shrimp can get it in. Because the shrimp about the same left as the rose. I know some people that told me some shrimps did some things to them. And, and, hey. and, and listen, to each his own. I don't want it. But Listen, the one that's wondering that, 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 that give you dreams or give you nightmares. It depends on what he plant there. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I just told you we got that visibility power. So if I write what I see, I'm Listen, Gucci. don't wake up to right, a dream. That, don't wake up to a dream that ain't gonna come true. That's all I'm hey, saying. Hey, listen, listen. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> Selling dreams that you can't wake up to. You know what I'm saying? That's all. <laughs> You know what? Real quick, I'm gonna need the niggas to be lying to chicks about their sex game and they left to sit their dumb ass down. Because you, you selling these women dreams too. that they can't wake up to. Stop just, that. Just tell Stop the truth. That. It's, it's just, all right. Just say. <laughs> don't say nothing. Just say that you want to just don't get it in to your thing. Don't everybody lie. Women lie too. They do lie. I can do this. I'm gonna do this. No, I, I don't. All, all people don't lie about what they can do in the bedroom. No, I feel I'm like the liars people lie be the ones that brag like. Brad chicks brag like yo, I, I, your yeah. life away, like, and then you go, and my life still be here. 
That's why I always say when it comes to certain things, you need to just be a doer. Don't be a talker, just be a doer. Oh, okay. That's yeah, okay. I have agreed to that. All right. Well, hey, she said be a doer. Be a doer. Not a talker. I mean, okay. it, it, it ain't too many times I didn't. Talked about oh I do, I never yeah. really talked like that but yeah like, I, I mean I've never been to talk nah like we sad just you know yeah, exactly but, but <laughs> it's heavy sad <laughs> I'm about to just start saying I'm a Taurus like you got to, I'm a Taurus right? <laughs> I do I'm it all the time sad. Sad. Okay. and they get it sad, sad. is different oh, right. we different we different all right, all right. <laughs> I, I got another sit your dumb ass go ahead down. bro and he a throwback sit your dumb ass down his ass should have sat down a long ass fucking time ago but yet he's still standing. I need George Zimmerman Ooh, to sit his dumb yeah. ass down. Oh, a game. <laughs> because. A game. A game. Gotta say it all. Right. <laughs> like a tribe called because gotta put it together. <laughs> yeah, he's a dummy. Period. You try to file a lawsuit against Trayvon Martin's parents? Because you feel as though they dirtied your name. Sit your dumb ass down. You killed the unarmed black kid. That is your a kid. Own name. A kid. A kid in general. Like, you because your own because name. you wanted to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked you to be patrol man. Bro, Nobody you, asked you to be you security. You remember what he said on the tape? Bro, the police officer said, stand she, down. She said, stand down. Stop. Stand down. He said, no, he looks suspicious. That's what you call an obsession though, right? Yeah, I'm going to need you to sit At your dumb ass down. At this point, you must be obsessed. I also think he liked the... Um, you want to be famous. Yeah. I think so, too. I think you watch too many DC movies. Because now you're just doing whatever. Just to keep your name relevant. Bro, I'm just trying to oh, understand. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying you know to understand mean? how yeah. all these rappers are getting killed at a record rate. Yeah. But well, George Zimmerman is still walking around. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the pic- and it's crazy. And, you know, not to change the sit your dumb ass down, but I actually seen a post that somebody posted. It was a black lady. She She posted and said, yo, it's crazy that black people are going out getting gun permits and buying guns at a high rate to kill other black people. I didn't get it. I didn't get what she said till I looked at it. And I looked at who black people were shooting. And it's like, (laughs) she's actually fucking right. (laughs) Right. You think black people going to get a permit? I. I think yeah. black people are protected. No, the, per, no, the permits in Philadelphia for, for the black yeah. community is up. Oh, you look not, at the numbers. They're, they're yeah, the, the numbers are up. No, I get what they're saying. Like, they're literally getting it for other black people. Yeah, like, the, and it's like, well, you're I'm not you you're not protecting though. yourself against cops that shoot yeah, unarmed nah. black people, George you know Zimmerman. in Philly, though. It's not. It's not killing black people But all over the country, but all over the country, black people are getting killed at record numbers by other black people. Let me tell you this, though. We are, what? We talk about this all the time, right? Our own worst enemy. Yeah, we are. And so mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, I don't agree with us definitely not killing each other, but if you live in the hood and motherfuckers just running around and running in people's mm-hmm. shit, doing what you're supposed to do. You're right. And, and, and that's why I so was just it's like- it's not like you, when you, when you, when you, when uh, black people go get there, they don't say, well, like, right, I don't think their intentions is to kill us, but I think their intentions is to but protect, you are. protect mm-hmm. their family. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. a motherfucker running in your house, that shouldn't be there. People that get permits, I don't think, are 
intentions are to kill no. another person. No, it's, no, it's not. But, but it's, same, it's the for protection against black people. No, I, no like, I, I hear what y'all saying. The hood ain't, see, no, no, I agree I, with you. No, I hear what you're saying, no, but I, I think it. she was just basically trying to say that, you know, y'all going out there to protect yourself from y'all own people. But Reen, yeah, and it's like, it, why? Though, and she's basically saying, like, why is our society like that? Why are we fearing each well, other? One, mm-hmm. one thing about us is this, right? Uh, why are we where we are? It's a lot of conditioning that's been going on. Yeah. We haven't been slaves in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, mm-hmm. but some of that mentality we still have. We, well, we still yeah, do we always going. You know what I'm saying? So it, that's the we part. we we are like I said, we are our own worst enemy. Right. We are beat up. If you light skin, you getting clown. Yeah, if you dark skin, you, you getting clown. Where does that come from? That's slavery. Uh, because of like the, uh, the house nigga. That's the, right. The, and the one that was out that book that they had. That's uh, slavery. Because if you was light skinned, you could have been in the crib. Had. If you was dark skinned, you could have been outside. Yeah. All that slavery. Even some of even when we talk about ass whippings. Why do you say that? Because now I feel bad. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, you're right. Even though right. in our culture, we heavy on ass whippings, right? Like that's a thing in our house. But where is it? Who was whipping our ass? Yo, me and him talk about it all the time, though. We, we don't beat our I'm kids. I'm just saying. So yeah. what I'm telling you is like- I grip my a little, lot little of, nigga right. up. Yeah. But I'm just, a lot yeah. of the things that we're doing have been things that were put in place on us. And we just, for generations and generations- Let's like, get a hand clap for we that. Not, that's we not. You know, she, she a teacher, yo. That's teacher some teacher mentality. shit, yo. Teacher mentality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so like they're hating each other. They're hating on each other. Yeah. We don't, look, I got a, a, a Spanish friend told me- that when they first come here, they they started their little poppy store. He like, yo, I didn't because when I met him, he could barely speak English. He only knew how to salt, pepper, ketchup. Okay, period. Like real shit. Started in the kitchen, and they brought him over here. He started back there. He started learning from people ordering their food and all that. Right. Then once he learned a little bit, they take him out their kitchen. They teach him different stuff in the store, how to do stock and how to do all that. Once he learned everything in the store, they loan him the money to buy his own Old store. store. Right. But this is what that culture does. They get together on Sunday. Everybody put money in the pot. That's what they do. And they give money. Every other culture that comes here, they come here with a plan and how they're going to go about being yeah. here. Then they empower each other. But all of their shit is set up in our neighborhoods. No, definitely. Yo, the Chinese we, we store, talk about that right? all the time. The poppy store. Like we said, we said the 7-11, Chinese... that's the Indians, the hair yeah. store. Like we you said, a Chinese person, Indian person can go you know anywhere in this country and feel comfortable. But you know why? Because we're the number one consumer, yeah. right? And he told me they don't like black people. None of them. They don't like us. They they taught that they think we dirty. We just think we dirt. Yeah. So when I when me How and him, I'm gonna tell you when me and him got cool, he was like he kept. I, I worked down the street from his when he first started working at, his, at the store, and he like you different than the people that come in here, right? And I'm like he like yeah you. I was like oh I teach at the school. He like oh because everybody coming here the black people this is telling me they smelly they still they do this that, and the third. So I'm like, we we not all like that, right? Don't stink, yeah. yeah, but but in certain areas, you know, we, you know what I mean. So I'm telling him, me, me and him get cool. I'm bringing him to like my birthday parties, uh, family celebrations. Yeah. He's like, oh, I like it to black people, right? Wow. And I'm like, look, I said, you know how you came from your country because it's so poor over there. I know some of y'all have shoes and stuff over there. So when you say something like that to me, it's almost as if you forget why you even here and where you came you from. Yeah. Right? Damn. So who are you to even have that kind of idea? Yeah, that's that's why I really be and having then, this stigma with Africans that come over and they say that it. I'm lazy. Like then, what? then you're <laughs> then you're um making this assumption based on where you are. Yeah. If all y'all shit is in these areas, right? It's certain things that come with bad areas, I don't care where you at. Cause Kids it's probably, t- it's probably worse than where y'all at. Kids are <laughs> got white people that's poor. What you think they doing? Yeah. 
So poor I'm areas, about real poor. <laughs> poor areas come with poor behavior. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Exactly. So I'm telling him, just like all y'all, I could say that about all y'all, right? Mm-hmm. If I was to go to your country and see some, I could say that. And so we not all like this. So he was like, you know, yeah, because for the longest I right? thought all so Africans had flies right? flying around yeah. with big he old apologized bellies. Apologized to me, and he was grateful <laughs> that I gave him the opportunity to see other, you know, black like like your family and my family. We, you know, yeah. are, we come from big successful families. Yeah. And he never seen it. But a lot of people in his culture, when they move here, they put their their stores in the hood. Yeah. And then their neighborhoods is where they all live. So they never get to see black what people outside like, of uh, how we yeah. really are. Yeah. And so he was grateful for that. But it's like, um, when I when I was telling him, he was like, Oh, oh, y'all not. And I was like, then he then he, he was like I said, he was exposed to everything. So he was very grateful. But it's like, we are the only culture. We let everybody else come and get money from us. No, you're right. But you know, and you know what, why we the number one consumer? That's because we because we don't have nothing to offer. Nah, you know why they go back? Go, that go back to slavery too. Because we don't have because nothing to offer. Just like on Sundays when when we were slaves and slaves was allowed to go to church only on we Sundays. We had to pray they got pray that they got right we right. Were still, but yeah. but that's the one time you was able to they was able to get dressed and put they. We always trying to prove to them that we belong. that we equate to who Dang. they are. Yeah. So that is why we buy Nike, we buy this, we buy that, we buy that because we want to be like, no, bitch, I'm fresh too. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, too. I think it's I think it's more because we don't have. I, I think it's because we don't have more to offer, and when we do have to offer, we sell it right away. But that's what, but that's what I'm saying, Reem. Like we don't hold on Reem, to. I'm it. saying clothing. We trying to show looking, that we belong that's, here. But yeah, Reem, that's it, what I'm yeah. saying. No, I see. What, yeah, I'm I see. I'm saying, saying, I'm saying yeah, like yeah. on Sundays when slaves was allowed to go to church, that was the day you actually could shower really good and put on your good dress and get your. It's always to show them, like, yeah, yeah I could do this, good-ass. and I could do it better than you. Mm-hmm. So white billionaires and millionaires don't walk on with nothing in brand. They don't. None of that shit. Oh. I remember when I was in high school, I went to school, white people, they wear them same fucking chucks. Yeah. All year round. Definitely. Shoot the foot, damn near be busting. Yo, I had a boy named Bill right? Royer. My guy, but yo. But go it, go this nigga on. used to wear the yeah. same converses every but day for go, three years, yo. <laughs> who dressed the flyest? The people in the hood. Yeah. You yeah. go to the poorest part of Philly right now. And everybody that walk out gonna be fresh, fresh as shit. Yo, but don't MPP own loans, nothing. Right. Them PPP loans, was right? Out. But don't right. own nothing. It's not, it, not, it, not invested in nothing because right. for us, it's all to be like we gotta look the part. We gotta show you I can shit on yeah. you. Yeah. But we're not really focused on what really matters. And every other mm. culture is investing in them. Like I said, this man couldn't even fucking speak in, uh, English. Taught him everything, moved him around. Now he got his own store. Then he paid him back, right? And then bring somebody else in. That's what. Yeah. Every other culture does but us, and they get all of our money. Like, we got to do better. Yeah. We can't blame. We at the point well, now where I, it's like, well, I think, they're not blaming nobody. Well, well, I just think we just need to keep the product. Because, you know, mm-hmm. like like I was having this conversation about music. I'm we like, sell. bro, we we own music. Like, hip-hop is the... But what do we hip-hop do, and We R&B sell it. Is, Exactly. We sell it. Hip-hop and R&B is the number one music genre right now. Yeah. Right? We control it. But yet, all our artists... It's, Go to all these other companies when we could all just come together and just build one unity. Yeah, we're lacking one unity. record label, and, I think and that's Snoop it. Might do it, and Snoop is going to no. He, he is going to do it. Snoop is going to do it. But shout out to Snoop because he's doing it. Yeah, Snoop is going to do it because he got because he got stake in Death Row. I mean, uh, in Def Jam too. Yeah, he he a president at Def Jam too, and he owned Death Row. Yeah, so he's going to do it. I think he's going to be the first one, but it's sad because we had our and and Kanye going back, but Kanye is going to back him because Kanye. Yeah, gonna do it the too. Vision. yeah, yeah, you already doing Ye- it. Yeezy, like, yo, I'm not selling Yeezys. He mm-hmm. like, yo, this is me. I own Adidas. Yeah. By the, That's what I'm saying. Yo, like, by, the, by the next five years, 
Kanye West is going to own Adidas. Nah, Kanye West Kanye, bought Adidas three think, billion dollars. I think Yeezys is going to be his own brand. It, it is like they, it's, it's going to branch off like Jordan. Well, he at this point, when he don't, he, it's like he don't need the partnership. He don't give yeah, a fuck. Just just like Jordan. Jordan didn't yeah. need Nike. That's mm-hmm. why Jordan is his own entity right now. Jordan is not yeah. under Nike. The only he, reason he just sold Nike like a couple yeah. years ago. I think. Well, well, yeah, Nike only got stakes to the Jordan ones. Oh, okay. okay. So that's why Nike is making yeah. all their money <laughs> off Jordan ones. But uh, Jordan got a niche stake. All them re, all them redos that they bring all them old sneaks back out. Yo, all that shit go right in Jordan pocket. Yo, yeah, it's just we, you know, and even us, we, like you can you know? own it. Like even, like even sports, mm-hmm. we can own sports. We look if we get ten of us, ten of us come mm-hmm. to a table and ten of us put I our. I say that all the up. time, bro. But mm-hmm. the problem with us too. Like I do it too. We talk about it. Yeah, but nobody doing it. And I and and we we so caught up in like responsibilities and adulting, right? That we don't even take the time to do that shit. And I mean, me too. No, I'm I'm saying we all do it. We got, but we don't. We talking. We got really do this shit. Like I be like, yo. Sometimes I just be so frustrated with us. You know what though? I I I will say this. This is a little off topic. Like from the people I've met the past few years, like. I feel like I'm meeting the right people. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So it was a choice uh-huh. to do like for meeting you, meeting you, meeting Snook and other yeah. people around mm-hmm. us or whatever. Like we definitely meeting people who are in position. But it's like yeah. you said, we got to do it. But yeah. it's, but it's got to come together. But that's yeah, also, that's I, I feel like we now we, group chat, yeah. we're, we're just now <laughs> in the space. I know I am just now, yeah. right? And probably y'all too, like, like you said, the last two years. And maybe because a lot of the things that have been happening in the world in general, yeah. where it's like, yo, it's, it's, it has to be yeah. done. There ain't even no more time. Like, yeah. I got to do it now. That's why I, when I turned uh, 33 in December, I'm like, yo, this is my me year. Jesus died at 33. That's what I always think mm. about, right? You're going to live, mm. though. Right? I, be, praise be to God. <laughs> ain't nobody but, know no cross. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> at 33 short years, yeah, those of us who are believers, we believe that he was able to accomplish so much. A lot of shit. Right? Tupac. And, yeah. And by 30, saying, right? <laughs> we ain't going to hate on Tupac, man. No, Come Tupac, on, man. Why you hating on my favorite that. artist, Wait, bro? Because I seen your face. Wait, Tupac I seen your face. He a biggie boy, yo. I come from a biggie family. I come from a biggie family. I come from a biggie family. However, look, that's me. Look, so that's me and my brother. My brother, Biggie. My brother's into like more in the hip hop. You know, I'm R&B, soul, but... okay. I tap into a seat. I just feel as though Pac, Pac get a lot me, from I'm with fucking the, 18 I'm with to 26, mental, yo. Like, that's fucking crazy. But you crazy. know what I like about Pac? Well, I don't even want to talk about it, but I'm about the mental. Like, some of Pac's writing, his lyricism mm. was different. And the, the dude was just, like, a part of everything. Multi, yo, he was ahead time. of his time. See, bro. Biggie, Biggie was dope, but Biggie's in one box. That's the only thing. That's what thing. I keep trying to say. Now, can Biggie, can Biggie um, kill Pac with some of them records? Like, some of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to no, argue I'm with not, you. No, I'm no, not, not going to argue with you. But we're talking about Pac, the actor, the poet, poet. the ballet dancer. Oh, like you the know, right. That's coming away from the musician, and the that's engineer, fine. The engineer, the music. I give you that. I give you that. That's coming away from the people together. The advocate for black people. I give you that. Like, like the Look, whole Pac jumped out and got me. Pac jumped out a car and Look, shot two officers that was beating a black guy, bro. Like, bro, you can pull up an interview of Pac right now, and all the shit he's talking about is relevant right, 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 right now. now. So I think I, that, I that agree. Pac fans get into like, yo, yeah. the, the wait, entity. man, Biggie fans so, get into the Wait, man, not the side train. I still want to test that subject. So do you think Kanye is the new? Do you think Kanye is the new Tupac? I think Kanye the new Kanye. I don't like to compare people. Yeah, I don't think he's the new Tupac. But I'm gonna tell you this though. I think that I, he I would feel be as though he's following closely, Tupac's blueprint. I would say that he's closely related. Okay. Yeah, I feel as though it's it was easier to follow Tupac vision than Kanye vision. 
So follow Kanye vision. It's like, yo, I gotta take a risk. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Kanye. Like, I I love, yo, Kanye not wrong about, yo, first of all, I'm gonna need Pete to sit his dumb ass down, okay? Pretty much. Let's talk about ski. ski. (laughs) I got the info, Yeezy. (laughs) I got the info. (laughs) He's been dick eating since 2018. Yeah. 2018. I mean, bring Kanye Sanity back. He done went to dinner a few times with Kanye and his friends. He done talk shit about him on the low. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just popping up. Kanye, I don't think you're really into that I just think he, uh, you know, another dude that just want to be on the bad, the baddest bitch. You know, a lot of people think Kim Kardashian the baddest thing in the world. I mean, your homie, if you around him, you know, I don't like her her butt waist ratio. I don't. I don't like the ratio. So to me, the prettiest one is uh, the one that's with Travis. uh, Yeah, I like her. Yeah, Yeah. I like. I like. I like the the new Chloe. What's her name? I like Uh, the new Chloe. Yeah, not the old Chloe that looked no, like OJ. No, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney. Courtney. Yeah, I'm talking Courtney. about Courtney. Oh, Courtney. the one nice. where no work done. Courtney is the yeah. most natural Courtney. one. Yeah, right. that, that mess with the rocker boy. She did with her yeah. white men. They all mess with rockers. Her children all white. Well, yeah, now they do. But I'm saying she's the only one that don't got no mixed kids. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? She all Courtney the baddest. Ain't she? Ain't she the oldest? She the oldest too, right? And she's naturally. Yeah, Courtney just bad naturally as shit. pretty, like naturally, yeah. and she and look, they don't be shout, fucking with her. She shout, and she'll shout, shout out. They shout, don't. Wait a minute, shout, wait, we ain't gonna hate on new new Chloe. <laughs> Chloe Ari now. Chloe new Chloe Ari. She, she don't look like OJ no more. Yo. She, she, she keep letting her dudes play her. Yo, hey, man, look, <laughs> I, you know I can't control that. Really? Really? <laughs> you new, gotta have a but, better pick. But new Chloe keep getting newer and newer. She do different. Look, she got every time she get her heart broken, she a new Chloe. I'm just saying. Look, she got to follow behind Kim and Courtney and get a white rocker boy. What Drake say? <laughs> going back to back. That's what I'm you keep fucking with these nut ass niggas. Yo, Tristan Thomas, he don't yeah, even start. He is so corny. But guess what? Tristan, he is so corny. He is. Corny as shit. He look corny. He talk corny. He's a nut. Yeah. <laughs> somebody like, look, certain people I be seeing, like, you know. Somebody, you need to go back to they, L.O. Look, look Reem, if they was regular people, I would have ran over. All niggas in style again, man. I'm about to shave my shit. Tristan, the type of boy, I would have ran over yeah. all of his Tr- Tristan, another ass. He nigga, probably would have called mm-hmm. Snooker Ring, like, can y'all yeah. help me with her? Look, yeah. Tr- Tristan, <laughs> another You see his dumb ass Brick keep Brick keeps stressing me out. That's why I can't fuck with him. Why you keep getting caught? Three times in a row. You're famous and you keep getting caught. It's a real dummy. Damn, but but, but but you know what? That was a good conversation Definitely for the day. <clears throat> good topics for sure, man. Listen, let, close our show out, bro. Uh, thanks, Britt, for coming through. Yeah, Appreciate you with your fly, beautiful Britt. talent. Thank y'all for having me. And giving us Definitely. great emphasis. Definitely. <laughs> Even your emphasis on penis size. <laughs> yeah. That I couldn't really get into. But I get where you was going. Adam and Eve and I'm, I'm repping for the ladies, period. We got and she, she did a thing today. I gave you that. <laughs> and, and I've been waiting to get up here, though. <laughs> <laughs> but in words of my man, Russell Simmons, thanks for coming out. God bless and good night. (laughs) (laughs) We going to talk about it. We out of here.